0: tonight we're going we're going to talk about uh, a continuation of last time so last time mm-hmm. we talked about the four last things death judgment heaven hell
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so we talked a little bit about death uh, actually a lot about death and we talked a little bit about the particular judgment um, and just because we have um, a truncated version of our, our talks on these Tuesdays for the end of the semester because of our Advent penance service um, mm-hmm. we're squeezing judgment and dividing it into the end of death and uh, beginning of heaven which perhaps is appropriate. So last time we talked about the particular judgment Um, so the particular judgment if we recall is particular it's to us the moment we die Uh, the general judgment is the one that Christ speaks more often of in the gospels and it's kind of funny at least my reflection on it because more often when I think of Judgement, I think of my particular judgment, which shows again like my selfishness, my unpreparedness for that judgment <laughs> um, because it's it's about me All right and again, the idea of uh attrition versus contrition, which do we know the difference between those two, mm-hmm. which I find less and less people do? I had to walk my son through this one because he has a habit of um, doing whatever he wants to do and then turning around immediately and saying sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then giving you like the the big like puppy eyes um and what what am I going to say it's um really it's the beginnings of the sin of presumption I'm going to go ahead and do whatever I want to do mm-hmm. and I know that I know that dad is going to forgive me all right uh and so I just keep doing it and I know that that's going to forgive me and he says he's why does he say he's sorry? He doesn't say he's sorry because he, he doesn't enjoy what he had, right? The thing that he did, whatever it was, whether it was taking a toy from a sibling, uh, stealing some food, uh, you know, like uh, grabbing a cookie, which was meant for after dinner or something like that. Sorry, you know, uh, it's not because he doesn't enjoy that thing. He just doesn't want to be punished. That's the only reason that he's he's coming up to me and confessing what he did. So we make a useful distinction in the church between attrition and contrition. Attrition is what I would say most of us are are exhibiting. Most of the time we haul our butts to the, the line in confession. Uh, we don't want to suffer eternal damnation. And so we get in the confessional line because, well, again, it goes back to the the act of contrition. Right? Oh, my God, I am. And then, of course, the the one that people mostly say, which is funny. Oh, my God, I am hardly sorry for having sinned. (laughs) I am heartily, heartily. That is with my heart. uh, I am heartily sorry for having sinned because uh, I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell. So what that's talking about is attrition, right? Why am I sorry? Because because I did this other thing. Now I don't get heaven and I'm afraid of hell. Mm Mm-hmm contrition comes in the other heart part of the act of contrition right because they dread the loss in the pens of hell but most of all because they offend thee my god who are all good and deserve all of my love now that's true contrition where you reject that other thing because you are no longer thinking as you do but as god does Mm -hmm. didn't we just uh have that with the reading with uh jesus rebuking peter right uh Jesus and and Jesus and Peter. Peter recognizes the divinity of Christ and in the very next chapter of the gospel says, No, Lord, you can't do that. And then Jesus says, Get behind me, Satan. Satan. Again, it it's um the the sort of the wholeness of laying down our life in the Christian mission in baptism is that we're called to not think with our will but with God's will. And, of course, that seems self-effacing. It seems, on the surface, to be this horribly oppressive thing. Because in the modern conception of it, there's submission to God's will or being independent. Did I say something? I misspoke. No, I just came <laughs> out of me. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Uh, so it seems like this horribly <laughs> oppressive thing. But on the other hand, when you... When you have a a metaphysics or an understanding of the world where God is the creator of all things and all things are ordered to the good, Mm -hmm. then submitting to his will is actually a way of achieving your good better. Mm -hmm. Because you can only operate on your limited knowledge and your limited virtues and you don't have any graces on your own so all of it comes from god and so offering all of that up to god then is is a more effective way of reaching that so when you exhibit contrition which is a not just i'm sorry because i don't want to get punished Mm -hmm. but i'm sorry because that's not what you wanted and what you want is actually what's best for me right so so all of that um sort of goes into into this um idea of this is a tangent based on the our particular judgment but the particular judgment then is looking towards that moment of our own death but going ba- again going back to the gospels what do we find again christ again and again talks about the moment when he and his angels will come and the field will be cleaned up
1: mm-hmm.
0: the the sheep will be separated from the goats um yeah I, I I forgot to bring um, my laptop with me to, to show you some some pictures, but if you go to Orvieto in Italy, there's a, a beautiful ca- um, a cathedral there in in Orvieto and there's this uh, early Renaissance fresco work done in the side chapel of the end times okay. and Christ coming down, in his glory and separating everyone um the good and the bad the resurrection of the body um it's one of those things that we again there are words that we say and we don't think about what we're saying them about them right so we go to the short apostles creed believe in the holy spirit the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body again that we have sort of in america today this um I, I I don't even want to call it a Protestantization because it's a um, a derivation of a derivation, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate, where we conceive of heaven as you know you go to heaven when you die if you've you know received the sacraments, etc. But we don't want to conceive of it as somehow incomplete,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so the general judgment then is that completeness it's what all of this and this creation is working towards is this judgment um, because once that judgment comes about and then we're told in revelation there'll be a new heaven and a new earth a new creation um, we'll receive our glorious bodies um, so we're only talking about heaven right now so i'm not going to spend too much time talking about how but it's an interesting, um, moment to contemplate. And sometimes I do, um, as a husband, there are times where, um, you know, as a husband and a father and not just as a son or a friend, I think about, um, you know, as your particular judgment, um, where again, it's, it's, it's a communal thing. It's not just a solitary thing. Even if it's particular, your guardian angel will be there. Um, Jesus of course will be there. Um, but I think about that general judgment and I think some, sometimes it helps me actually when I'm tempted to whatever it is, um, snippiness, uh, pettiness, the, having a discussion with my wife about what we're going to do with the kids. Um, and then, uh, you know, well, my wife left and now I'm just going to do whatever I was going to do in terms of parenting and it's going to be my way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, I'm going to have to explain that to her someday we're mm-hmm. all going to be judged in the general judgment we we'll all participate in that um we don't know too much about how it's going to go um but even those who you know have gone through purgatory and are in heaven now will participate
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so you they, you know where you're going because you've been in heaven um, in your soul but you your soul is reunited with your body and you're all part of the, the vast mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to call it a pageant but it's more real than anything else mm-hmm. it's not a show trial it's the, it's the actual real trial it's the one that matters as opposed to our parking tickets and our spilt coffees and suing Starbucks uh, our chick-fil-a lawsuits or whatever the whatever stupid petty court that we we have um it's a real judge uh judgment and he's a real judge i think it goes back to yeah go ahead okay, sorry. This
2: is, so what about so every soul in existence mm-hmm. will be judged
0: on that day what are the souls in purgatory that's it yeah i mean you, you're good you're in purgatory. You're going to hell, or sorry, you're going to heaven. Oh my gosh! <laughs> sorry, that's totally where's the, where's the heresy button? Or like the heresy
3: on
0: the Catholic card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 absolutely not. Um, no, let's 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 not forget that. Let's not forget that. Not forget that um, purgatory there is. Again, we're in the month of November. Um, God's grace can accomplish. all. All things and uh, there will be people who are alive who would have been bound for would have in a very hypothetical sense been bound for purgatory and yet they will in that moment either go heaven or hell Uh, the grace will be given to either spring them straight to heaven or they rejected the grace and they're bound for hell Um, yeah, I think I think uh, the church is pretty clear on that that even even then um you know why do we pray for the souls in purgatory? Because we can effect a, a swifter a swifter transition for them out of purgatory. That purgatory is to make up in some way what is lacking from the penances that we have done in this life for our sinfulness. Not that we haven't been forgiven because we've been forgiven. You, know, you walk out of the confessional uh, you're forgiven, it's
2: but like, yeah. so it's like if I like use something in my roommates and they're like, okay, I forgive you, but will you buy me more of this? And I go out and I buy them more of that to compensate for what I've taken. Yes, I'm yes. So then,
0: but then all of a sudden there's an earthquake in our city and everything else is going to sh- to to heck in a handbasket. <laughs> And then your friend is like, you know what, about the thing that you still owe me, like this many more loads of laundry that you're going to do for me, or you owe me this much money. It's like, no, everyone get in the car. We're going now. Yeah. Th- yeah. This, this is it. And uh, we're good. And here's some money. We have to go. It's time to go. This is it. Yeah. Um, and the graces are communicated. Um, you're in you're in purgatory because you are willing to cooperate with God's grace. Um, and, and, you know, hell is those who've shut themselves off from it. And so God will then give you that grace to, to go to heaven. Yeah.
2: So then what about with, like, the lukewarm? Because, you're, like, give me hot me cold, if you give me lukewarm, I will vomit it forth. So if yeah. you're just passive the grace
1: given
0: to you what then well grace is actual L- let's i mean we call it actual grace for a reason uh, and it does affect who you are um, and so God can, God has a way you know we think of the devil as being persuasive but God is more persuasive yeah.
1: um,
0: the good the good is persuasive I mean, what Satan can tempt you with are things that are good. He can tempt you with food, with drink, uh, with sex, with money, with friendships, with uh, uh, yeah, yeah so with knowledge, with you know, again, like what's go- what's gossip, but a, a perversion or corruption of knowledge, right? It's a kind of knowledge, but knowledge that's not owed to you Um, where it's not supposed to... Again, in our our sort of age of like every bit of knowledge and curiosity is supposed to be accepted. That doesn't seem right. But um, more and more I agree with Pope Francis that, you know, we have to pay attention these days to gossip as a form of of sin. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, But all of those things start out as real goods. Knowledge in its origin is good corruption of it is evil so God can um, persuade us to the good again part of this is um, you know, him teaching us how to love he created us with a free will it's part of the divine mystery of the economy of grace and so um, he will he could overwhelm us with his grace but he doesn't because he desires our love You look like you want to follow it up. You're yeah. perfectly fine too. Hold on, I got it. So, all right. So, free, our free
2: will, we choose. God gave us our free will because He wanted us to fully choose Him.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and we can't on our own. So He has to sort of you know cheat and give us graces, Alright. The sacraments, but the sacraments act. It's not like it's not actually really cheating. What it does is it, it supplies a, a lack in us, you know, uh, born out of original sin that uh, that sort of reinstills in us a capacity to turn to him.
2: So then, just back on this idea of being lukewarm,
0: like... Yeah, da- Dante talks about this, right? Okay. And so, so uh, again, and I, I don't just bring him up as a poet, but you go to the Sistine Chapel... Uh, and the rooms before that, in, the, in the, the the rooms of Raphael, the the stanza di Raphael. Uh, there's a, one room in particular I love. Again, like Monica, you have to go to Rome with me sometime. I'll I'll, I'll show you well, around. I
1: love that,
0: Patrick. <laughs> so there's a, my favorite room, and it's probably my favorite room in the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's a depict there's a depiction on on one wall of the cardinal virtues. Mm-hmm. On the other wall, uh, there is the School of Athens on the uh, wall opposite of the virtues, there is Mount Parnassus where all the poets are depicted. So we know School of Athens, because that's you know, Plato, Aristotle, all the Greek philosophers, right? It's a very famous one. Less yeah. less famous is Parnassus, where all the great poets are depicted, mm-hmm. along with the Greek god Apollo and the nine muses, mm-hmm. which is what is that doing in a... Yeah. What's really cool about it, and I haven't even... I, I have to check this out and see. I'm sure someone else has noticed it. But the way that Apollo is depicted and his, his dress and everything like that is a lot like Christ on the wall that's remaining, which is opposite the School of Athens, which is the disputation of the Holy Sacrament or the Holy Eucharist, um, where all the great theologians are all lined up around an altar and the, the host is displayed in the monstrance. And, um, and above that is floating uh, the Trinity and Mary and John the Baptist and other saints in heaven Um, and and Old Testament saints as well, like David and Moses and everyone. And there's only one person of all the famous people. So all the philosophers, all the theologians, all the poets. Mm -hmm. On the wall of the poets, um, next to Homer, there's Dante. Mm -hmm. But among the theologians, there's also Dante. Mm -hmm so dante in antiquity or not in antiquity in the renaissance was known as the the poeta theologicus mm-hmm. the theological poet
1: mm-hmm.
0: um the it was understanding that he was a poet but he was also a real theologian mm-hmm. and and this is depicted in that beautiful painting maybe um maybe i'll, I'll pass along notes to you guys where you can see the picture it's really cool. He's just hanging out there in the back, like behind, behind, like, hey, behind some church fathers. He's like, I know some stuff. <laughs> you should read me. It's not just pretty. It's, um, but he does. Outs- but, so be- before he before he before he enters hell, there's this area where there's a great crowd, a swarm of people who are constantly chased by horseflies um mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like mosquitoes, I'm not talking about, like horseflies, you know, the ones that like really yeah. lay into you. Yes. Yeah. And they're all running around chasing banners and being goaded on by these horseflies. And these are people who in life um you guys watch The Good Place?
1: Mm-hmm. You do? A few episodes. A few episodes.
0: Not. You really should. It's it's quite good. Okay. All of you should. But there's a character in it named Cheety. Who, in the afterlife, he's sent he's sent to hell because he can never decide on anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And these are characters like... These are people like that who, in life, would not decide. The lukewarm. So all the lukewarm... Heaven and hell both reject them. And so in Dante, they're outside the gates of hell and they're just running around forever tortured um, in this way because even hell doesn't want them. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he, hell... You know, like... With hell, at, at least, I'm sorry, sorry, it's going to come across the wrong way. But, you know, what, what does Dante encounter first? At least the lustful, right, desired something, yeah. right? At least the gluttonous desired something. Mm-hmm. At least the wrathful had some object in mind, even if it was twisted and perverted. Uh, well, even the, right,
3: Like hell, it's a state of even if you, you, cho- you chose to not be in union with God.
0: Yeah. So, right that's the state where
3: you're eternally choosing to not be
0: needing. But God, a and, yeah, and god's it,
3: That makes that makes a lot of
0: sense. Yeah, the earth, yeah which, which is not really um, it's not really a large part of church teaching or anything right. like that. Um, mm-hmm. the, I mean, what we talk about when, when we say it in, in Mass, right? Is you know those are sins, right? Sin, sins of of neglect. Mm. You know. If if I'm you know, both of us are standing there by the side of the road on merchant uh where the cars are going and no one ever walks uh legally across Merchant Street. Uh, I mean, jaywalking is
2: legal in Aboria. Is it? Yeah. So everyone walks legally. Sorry. Okay.
0: Well either way, uh if, if Monica and I are crossing over to campus and I see this big old semi coming and Monica's too busy looking at her phone and I just let her walk out there and get run <laughs> over by the semi, right? Like, it's kind of a little, it's a little bit on me. that uh, It's a, a li- little bit. A little bit on me that I didn't yeah. say, hey, Momo, watch out. Uh, so, so it's, a, it's, a it, 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 it's so off funny. as a sin. It's a
1: horrible
0: image. <laughs> as, a, as a parent, one of my greatest fears is, is, is something like that. Um,
3: like your own neglect, so slightly causing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, so there's our particular judgment, the general judgment. Thank you for he,
0: bringing us back on track.
3: Gotcha. <laughs> um, because I know in eternity, our, there's no sense of time and space the way we know it. So
0: we're we're gonna get into that.
3: Okay, because yeah, it's a question of are we gonna experience it as one moment or is our particular judgment the general judgment to separate things right as we would understand like they happen at different times yeah but there's no the sense of time and eternity is is different than how we perceive it
0: so um where have you heard these sorts of things before where have i heard yeah like so you're talking about sensing eternity as an eternal moment Um, Mm -hmm. so where,
3: well, so I guess as far as time is different, it's just the understanding of right. God sees all things. Mm -hmm. And so even though he gives us free will and we have the freedom to choose, Uh he's also all provident and all knowing. So even in our free choice, there's still a knowledge that he has Mm -hmm. of how our choices affect the rest of our life
0: okay but what you're assuming there is that heaven is in a different time than our time
1: mm-hmm.
0: where we want to make the distinction here and we want to be careful about god being in eternity and being before all things
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then understanding as we say in the in the fuller creed that we say at mass right creator of all things visible and invisible and so you you bring up a good point, which is something to to talk about is the understanding of what is heaven.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Um so we have a childish conception of it as as a place. Um because which, of because of the images. Assumption
3: or, or is it the idea like his body, like the ascension?
0: Yeah, the ascension, the
3: ascension like their
0: bodies had to go somewhere. Body has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Um but also thinking about it, even before the incarnation there is a heaven and a hell. Mm-hmm. Um is is hell this place underground? Is heaven this place in the sky? Or is that communicating to us something that we need to understand? Okay, well, number one, God is spirit. Yes. Right. That in heaven now, such as it is, we have the communion of saints, their souls, right, which are spirit souls, because man is a creature composed of body and soul, and that soul is a spiritual soul, as opposed to the souls of, like, animals and, and vegetables and stuff. Um, so there's only spirits there, except for the body of Jesus and the body of Mary. Um, and there's angels...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But is it a is it a place like like this is a place or is it a state? Well, I, existence well, here's the the interesting thing I throw uh, on it is that like is heaven a place in relation to Earth? This is up. Mm-hmm. is hell a place in relation to earth like down I think the answer to that would have to be no
1: yeah
0: um mm. but it's, in some ways it's kind of like um you know a lot of us uh, I'm assuming some of us have watched Stranger Things on Netflix yeah.
3: currently watching it
0: currently watching it okay um the upside down <laughs> the upside down but imagine it and not being which which would be like hell mm-hmm. right and then heaven would be this idea of
1: Hmm. it's
0: an invisible spiritual realm
1: yeah
0: god is there and yet god god exists in eternity Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but the point i want to push back on what you're saying is that um, heaven
3: yeah
0: heaven doesn't participate in time in, okay. so that's a that's a common thing that that people would say but it's a it's a difficult one to to try to understand that um so monica is talking about or asked a question about uh
3: i asked a question that's a first
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome back father matt um ask the question about heaven and what heaven is like and one of the difficult things I'm having trouble explaining right now is that, as we we're told in, in the Book of Revelation, right, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Right. And it, I I don't think that, on the one hand, you want to be clear that that heaven's not going to be boring. And one of the right. one of the charges that people have against heaven is that it's boring. Right. Like the song Hotel California. Right. Where I mean, the, you can't the, never right, leave. Right. That's the song is literally a, a, this. What he thought is a satirical take on heaven. Well, all right. So, what was the question precisely? I
3: was asking because there's the particular judgment and the general judgment. Are we going to experience those as two separate?
4: Well, yeah, 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 yeah. They they are they are they are separate and distinct. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you don't want to hold this idea of what 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 would be called like soul sleep, the idea that uh, the souls of the just, the saints. After the particular judgment, they like go to sleep until the last judgment. I mean, right? That
0: which is, is we brought that up last Tuesday, right? I mean, that was a heresy that was condemned. The right. The, the hypnosychus which is the again,
3: that. can you repeat that?
0: The hypnosychus they Their believe soul. that the soul goes to sleep until right. it's reunited
4: with the body. Because because what happens is as soon as the the soul enters yeah. heaven. It enjoys the beatific vision by a singular miracle of God because the soul is not united to the body. Mm -hmm. We know through the senses. So there aren't senses to know through, but through this miracle of God, we're able to see him face to face. And when we see him, we experience this perfect fulfillment of every good desire, complete and total joy. And, and it's this, this pure moment of satisfaction without beginning, without end, um, and, um, it's 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 uh, the opposite of boring. It, it is the opposite of mundane. But it's hard for us to wrap our mind around it because we think of uh, we think of exciting or whatever or like things that we like to do that are fun. But but I mean even the very best best things we have on this earth. Like, like uh, mac and cheese. mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> you can eat so much mac and cheese, you yeah. never want to see
0: it again. Yeah. I don't care how much and you like yeah. it. Ma- yeah. mac and, and because of time, mac and cheese gets cold
4: and weird yeah. and nasty. Yeah, but, but even if you had somebody serving you a hot plate of mac and cheese into perpetuity, it would not take that yeah. long for you to say, I never want to see yeah. orange yeah. noodles again. Yeah. But, but well, going back on, on ty-
0: time is a good. God created time. Time is not something that existed after the fall. Yet. Right. And right. so one of these things that people, a, a trap that people can fall into is to think that um, the first thing I've realized is that entering into the beatific vision is entering into the eternity of God. And so that there's this timelessness to it. Mm-hmm. And then thinking that if there's a new heaven and a new earth, there, <coughs> there, there will be, Salud.
4: there will be time. Now, mm-hmm. but it's a different, it'll be, it'll be di- different. different, it'll be different right. because in Benedict talks about this in space, Solvi, that it will not be an endless succession of days mm-hmm. as we experience them now. It will not be this endless succession. He calls it in, he says, heaven will not be an endless succession of calendar days. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so that, as far as, so we, do we have an idea of how we'll experience particular versus general judgment?
4: Well, the other thing about the general judgment is it's 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 societal too, mm-hmm. that it's not just it's not just um, about individuals. I mean, I mean the final word on history will be spoken mm-hmm. and it will not be sin or death or evil or suffering that gets the last word. It's God.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's
4: he who it's, it's Christ who pronounces the final word on human history and ushers in the, the true justice of God. Which is why Benedict says the last judgment ought to be an object of our hope, that uh, uh, because of because justice is going to be done for, yeah. the, for the first time, as we truly desire it, a, yeah.
0: and and whole together, yeah. right? Even even in the particular judgment, um, it, it it doesn't incom- it won't in some way be a completion, right mm-hmm. of, of that. Because you will experience your particular judgment before all the people that you have wounded, Mm -hmm. before the people that you have shown Christian charity to, are there with you to testify with you to experience all of that. Right, right. That that you won't be there. uh, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This
4: was... was Water, can of water it
0: was. I, I know. Uh, father cracking open a cold one.
4: Uh, yeah, some sponsorship. Can we get some sponsorship here? Yeah, for no, 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 no. Bella no, no. V Water. Okay. So, 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 but think of that.
0: Like, you can, you can die before the people that you need to say that you're sorry to are there. For, you can say sorry to God, but it's not just about that. Right, it's 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 about healing of all of these wounds. Right, Mm -hmm. Uh, and again, like we had the conversation earlier at dinner. Right, it's not just that the human person is a rational animal; we are political. We are we are all in this together.
4: And and I think too, you're also going to see this great reversal that the people that the 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 world holds up as great people, people to be admired, people to be uh, emulated. We'll see um in general that the 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 those who are high will be brought low and the low will be raised up, right mm-hmm. the mighty will be taken down from their thrones and the and the lowly raised up and and so we'll see this, and I think we'll see too
0: uh all those widows with their mites yes will. yeah we will
4: we'll see all these secret saints, these people that were forgotten by the world but who lived quiet lives devoted to God, devoted to yeah. neighbor who uh, nobody would have ever thought would have been a great saint. And you're like, wow. And they
0: will be transfigured. Yeah, and
4: you're like, wow, my neighbor, that old lady is a stud when it comes to holiness, right? I mean, I mean really, I mean, that's what you'll, we'll, we'll see that. And we'll see that maybe this person that we thought was so great, uh, maybe they were secretly living a life of vice. And, and so, but there's, why should we hope in that? Because justice, truth, Goodness um, uh, will reign from there on, and 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 the truth will be out there. So, yeah, and and that's what we want, right?
0: So there is this, the church has taught this distinction then between the particular and the general,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, with the with the need, the understanding that there is this need, and like I said, this is three times now. I mean it's the one that the that jesus focus on in the gospels is the general judgment mm-hmm. when he talks about the judgment is that it's the angels opening up the nets and separating the catch mm-hmm. um so so there, there's that but uh we wanted to talk about heaven as well uh, and the hope that 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 offers us um You know, for me, it always goes back to one of the primary texts that I love to read with students about uh, St. Augustine's Confessions. Mm -hmm. Again, time and time again, um, especially for young people, we're filled with all these desires and all these desires never quite fill us. It's become, unfortunately, kind of a tired trope. I hate it when speakers kind of truck it out. Um, But just because it's been trucked out so many times doesn't mean it's not true is the the god-shaped hole in your heart mm-hmm. um so many times yeah it's just
4: um yeah Wait, what are you saying about the god-shaped i'm sorry i did somebody text me <laughs>
3: sorry. Sorry, I wasn't you.
4: <laughs> well you know so one thing i think to remember about the god-shaped hole in our heart um that that i think i think two things to say about that number one by nature, we do not have a God-shaped hole in our heart in the sense that uh, Adam and Eve were created in the image and likeness of God. They were created as these rational creatures, these political creatures, but they were given these gifts over and above their nature uh, so that they could be the friends of God, right? So that they could be mm-hmm. walk with him in the garden. So this was a supernatural gift of sanctifying grace given to them over and above their human nature, and uh, and then there were these preternatural gifts that that meant that they did not suffer, that uh, they had integrity, rights, so their appetites and their desires were in, in accord with their reason. Okay, because they had these supernatural gifts, then they had this supernatural end. Right to be in this intimate and unceasing communion with God for all eternity, but when they fell, uh, they lost those supernatural and preternatural gifts. Right, so they, uh, so we have this supernatural end, but we've lost the capacity to get there. You know, Frank Sheed uses the image of like an astronaut on the moon. Right, if if I just went to the moon dressed like I am now, I would die because my nature is not equipped for the moon. We, by nature, are not equipped for the beatific vision. We need something over and above our yeah. nature, which is sanctifying grace. It's kind of a technical theological point, but I think it's an important one. Because if we had a God-shaped heart in our soul by nature, then in justice, God would owe us himself. And, yes, I yeah. think that's a good point. Um, right. It is kind of it is kind of a technical point, but I think it's... An, no, it's, and yeah. it's,
0: what I'm getting to is the... Um, What then can that that is the new end right right that, that is that's the, the new end that's right. the new end, and the graces that God is giving us and even the desires that he's filling in us sure right are only going to be satisfied with that end
4: absolutely you're absolutely right about that yeah
0: but yeah. that and this is why we have to so yes uh we were originally created for this earth, and there was some other nature that would have worked. Right. Would have. Right. A great what if. But under these conditions of both original sin or concupiscence, that ain't working here. This is true. And you will not be satisfied with whatever scheme that we can hatch up here.
4: This this is all absolutely true, yeah. Yeah. No, this is all absolutely true. I, you know, I'm a student of Dr. Feingold, so uh, this was what his dissertation was on, and I don't know, it's always quick to jump on that, but uh, no, you're absolutely right that that the happiness that we desire, the happiness that that ultimately is what's going to satisfy and fulfill us, uh, transcends this world. And you know, I was talking about, I was talking with somebody earlier today and they were talking about how, you know, this this generation, they said, meaning, I don't think millennials because... Yeah, right. I mean, I think I think millennials are we're, we're slowly becoming the get off my lawn guy. We're we're a few years away from that, but <laughs> but um but I think they're talking about the the iGen or whatever whatever is next. But they're like this generation. I don't think they have any hope. I mean, the climate's terrible, politics are terrible, and I said, you know what? That's better uh, than <laughs> growing up and thinking you're everything gonna, is fine. Everything is fine, and I'm gonna. I'm going to get rich, and I'm going to... To quote gonna, the, yeah.
0: the children's movie that my children watched, Everything is Awesome.
4: Everything is Awesome. <laughs> yeah. What is that? the Lego movie? The Lego, Lego movie, <laughs> Bobby, come on. Have you seen it? No. I'll have you
3: over. Okay. It's,
4: it's, a, it's but, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Yeah. Yeah.
3: Are you they, talking about Confessions, Augustine? Oh. Yeah, c- Augustine,
0: Confessions. No, it's fine. <laughs> but all, all of it is that um, under this, this new schema is that... Um, new
1: scheme. Huh? <laughs> Ooh, schemas. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like schemas. They're my favorite. I have a collection. Uh, yeah. That. Why do we run the race that we're running now? Is because this new thing has been offered to us, which is heaven. The 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 love that moves the earth, the moon, the sun, the stars. Desires to spend eternity with us and to equip us for that Mm -hmm. right and it requires so little on our part But that so little on our part Is you know Showing up for an hour on sunday Uh, so little that's required on our part is to just go to to confession once a year um that's so little that's just required of us is to take of all the many gifts that he's given us and give a small part back right um do did you guys want to talk i'm sorry we talked only a little bit about the whole you know what heaven is going to be like and the and time and its function there uh you know we talked a little bit about dante mm-hmm. and the way that dante sees all of it um it's really kind of beautiful and again it goes back to the reasons why Satan might have dis, might have fallen mm-hmm. is, you know, this idea that you know the incarnations displayed to him. Some of these things are revealed
1: mm-hmm.
0: as gifts, right? It's not right. owed to him to know these things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the resentment of that, right. the resentment as Dante uh, puts it out of, um, of angels serving humans in heaven. Mm -hmm. That humans being in you know god taking on human form you know means that you've made us little less than angels and yet in our exalted state in heaven these like spiritually intellectually we are far far Far
4: inferior far
0: inferior to angels but
4: you know i think i think uh, what this goes to is that heaven in heaven god crowns his own gifts right and that that where i think satan runs amiss is he thinks it's out of order for a human to be elevated
0: for the angel to serve the human right
4: to, and, for and, us and, to and have for, for us
0: to have a guardian angel the guardian angels that surround us right now right right is it act of humility for them mm-hmm. for for whatever aspect of their intelligence to turn now they're not turning away from god right, right? But yet they're also giving their attention to us. Right. And we are so unworthy in so many ways of that attention. But it is commanded from God for them to care for us. And but this is,
4: but this, is, this is the paradox, though, of God becoming man, of the lowly being raised high, yeah. that, that, uh, of, the, of the elder brother forsaking his birthright, and the younger brother... Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, this is played out throughout salvation history, that that the Goliath everybody thinks is a sure sure shot, um, ends up falling, and right. David is elevated.
0: And it goes to the goodness of his creation that right. it's that there are those good ones, those good angels who yeah. have not fallen, who have not
4: who... fallen, and who and who delight. In in, 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 in his service, service. Yeah, 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 and who delight in doing God's will.
0: Yeah, thank you. It was, it was, a, it was a it was a moment. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Um,
4: beautiful. Like,
0: but you go is to that your favorite band in sync. All right, we're gonna stop there. Go back to go back to Dante and what Dante talks about. Dante, Dante will describe it like bees that uh, God is the source of pollen. Right, and that uh that like bees, the angels are there to help communicate God to us. Mm-hmm. And so in his vision of heaven, of the, the inner Empyrean, which is the the highest heaven, all the assembly of people are there, but the miracles are worked out in cooperation not just of God and man, but God, man and his angels. Yeah. And the angels are there as intermediaries between us and God, helping to communicate all those yeah. Those uh the, the you talk about that miracle that's required for us to sense without right. uh, without, without a body, body. yeah that Dante uh, produce gives us a vision of this as something that's intermediated with his angelic uh, kingdom right and that and that we're participating in that and so the the heaven is not like you know angels over here people over here God's on the big screen up there. <laughs> Um, that we're all joined together. Um, yeah, it's like Tune in, guys. Well, I mean, I living, living, living here in Kansas, it's like uh, getting the new big screen on the K, yeah. right? Uh, that, that's not the way how this works.
4: Um, I have so many comments that I'm refraining from right now.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you want it to be like you heaven is like... No, I don't. No,
4: I, know. I just have had some very snarky um, um, various religious ceremonies that use... Big screens that I was gonna slam. Oh, uh, where we yeah. can we?
0: Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah sorry. Sorry I, for even tempting prudence you. Prudence
4: right. prevailed.
1: Come on. <laughs>
0: um,
1: well, you're So, okay.
3: virtuous. so
0: are, are there any questions that you guys had that we didn't address here?
3: Um. So, this conversation of actually what is heaven, the mature understanding of it. Because I'm just saying one thing that I think a lot of us here growing up,
2: like, when you get to heaven.
3: Who are you looking forward to seeing? Right, mm-hmm. but right if, if heaven yeah, is the answer about, is beholden, God. <laughs> right, yeah. if it's all about. But they're God. Like what is also the
4: aspect? Of well, they're perfect. So John Chrysostom talks about this, especially in regards when Matthew says, in the Gospel of Matthew, where, where uh, in Luke, where uh, the Sadducees say, give that example of the woman married to mm-hmm. seven husbands, right? And which husband will she have? And, he, and Jesus says, in heaven they will not marry nor be given a marriage, but will like the angels. And so people are saying, like, okay, so marriage is kind of denigrated then. And John, St. John Chrysostom was saying, no, you know, you will have a greater union with your spouse in heaven in virtue of the communion of the saints.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: so not only do we have this perfect union with God— uh, where, where to varying degrees, right? You know, because cause there, uh, there is a hierarchy in heaven. But we have this intimate and unceasing union with God. We will also have it with the communion of the saints because we're not, because we're political animals. Mm-hmm. It's the city of God. It's the new and eternal Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
0: And people have like these silly conceptions of like, well, what about my cheesesteak? Or what about sex? Or what about like a good beer? Oh yeah, Cal. Cal, My
2: question kind of does pertain to this. So, varying degrees. Let's say, like, Monica and I get to heaven. and Monica's at a higher Uh degree than I am. Uh Would I then, like, would I even be able to desire more?
4: So, I, I, um, I,
2: or would it be like that perfect union? for me
4: so i i would say two things about this one the saints who have had mystical visions or whatever say that if you could see heaven you would do anything in your power to attain a higher degree of glory that being said i think the best analogy for that answers your question is cups all right so we have there's a mason jar there there's a smaller jar um you know we all know those big qt big gulps or whatever 64 ounces Right in heaven, every cup is filled to the brim. Yeah, they're all full. Uh, This the the big gulp more more so more so than the Dixie cup. Right, Uh, has uh, is more full in the sense that there's more quantity in there, but they're both full. Right, right, and so yeah, I mean, you have the Blessed Virgin Mary would be like the biggest cup possible. And then you know be the
0: one that's outlawed in the state of New York. Yeah, for, for, for soda for health reasons. Yeah, right.
4: you go, Michael Bloomberg, and then and then you know um, schlubs like uh, me who sneak in would be like a shot glass. Yeah, there you go. But Thimble. but
0: what Dante Dante talks about it, and again he's a, he's the theological poet, and he rightly understands two ways of viewing heaven. The first one, which is the long part of the of his Paradiso, is he goes to the the various levels. But then when he reaches the inner Empyrean, it suddenly is this uh, rose, right? With all the various petals together. Mm-hmm. And so where before he saw it as layers, all of a sudden when he sees it as God sees it, they're all combined together in, mm-hmm. in the circle. So we understand it as hierarchies and we see it as levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing it as God sees it, there's this the integrity to all of it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that that infuses all all of this Mm -hmm. understanding Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't you wouldn't envy or desire someone else's station right Uh, and this is one of the first like the first level that Dante goes to it's a question he asks like you're on the lowest level don't you don't you wish that you could be on a higher level yeah
2: but it'd be like so I'm gonna get scientific, but I'm an English major, so I might say things wrong. But so like atoms or whatever, like when like we learned about that in chemistry, we learned that like if like one of the ones before is like not full or whatever, then one will like jump. Yeah. That. But like otherwise, they'll stay in like the same spot. And so like they're all kind of like fulfilling the need like where they are. But like yeah, and you wouldn't you like wouldn't go. be happy
0: because you wouldn't have the capacity. Yeah. For, <laughs> for for to be anywhere else than where you are. To understand that, like, yes, someone's captain of your soccer team or someone's the, the you know, um, sorry, I don't know if soccer positions I pull out. Get out of this metaphor. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, baseball. How about that? Baseball. Right. Um, that when it comes to being on the field. Right. Who do you really pay attention to? Pitcher and catcher. Most of the time. But I know that that's not where i'm supposed to be right and so while everyone's watching the pitcher or the catcher it's an imperfect metaphor here Mm -hmm. While everyone's watching those two you know i belong on first base Mm -hmm. or i belong on shortstop or i belong as third base coach um wherever it is that you belong on the field and the game is not going to work unless you are there Mm -hmm. okay um you know, if you were part of again the the metaphor more often uses of singing or of dancing. Mm. So if I'm a, a mezzo-soprano, that's great, and people are going to pay attention to me. Um, but I'm a bass, okay, and so I am there in a foundational supportive role. And if that bass is not there in that foundational supportive role, then none of it's going to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so while there may be Mary out there who is singing her great aria yeah. uh, it, it only makes sense it only has its full beauty in the context of all of us singing together and finding harmony again that image of harmony right, which is not all singing the same note not all singing at mm-hmm. the same level um,
3: or this is Paul's yeah the, the body.
0: Yeah, which like is yeah like, <clears throat> and, and so I wanted to end this is per, I'm glad you brought it up because this Sunday <laughs> we're coming funny. up on, on the readings where we're reading 2nd Colossians right uh, and Paul talks about Christ he is before all things and in him all things hold together he is the head of the body the church so it goes back to that metaphor that Paul likes to, to go to Christ is the head um and so we are the the body. We are different parts of the body. And if your spleen was on the outside of you, it would be horrific. You can live
1: without your spleen.
0: You can live without your spleen. Yeah. Let's well, not let's not hope that it comes to that in the general judgment. <laughs> um, but if You're
3: that the me. that <laughs> for the
0: the you you could sure like if you if if I was some sort of like trapeze artist, I could. I could walk on my hands, but that's not what the hands are really meant for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, sure, if I was really cool, I could write with my my feet or something. But that would make you really cool. That would make you really cool. But it's not what they're meant for, um, and it's not they're not equipped for that. Um, and so the beauty of it is is when it's used properly and in its in its setting. So in in a way, it's about self discovery, but it's a self discovery that's only revealed. In relationship to other people um but i yeah
2: yeah like you have a very like a various array of tools but i can't put a screw in a board with a hammer i need a screwdriver
0: yeah which again is uh one of the as someone who who get is look as a as a lay person in the church right and who wants to be involved in church things and i see other lay people get involved with church things and monica's there in focus right focus is a great hammer mm-hmm. but the danger with focus or the danger with you know people like me speakers who are teachers in, in the church right mm-hmm. um is that everything becomes a nail and we forget the beauty of the musical ministry we forget the beauty of those who care for the sick we forget the beauty of those who care for the elderly we forget all these other things that have to be getting done in the church um but i wanted to leave us with an image for um this coming sunday in mass with the gospel um it's a powerful one again like talking about heaven and entering into the kingdom this is it right uh, so there's a gospel of Luke. The ruler sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others, let him save himself. If he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanged there, reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been justly condemned. For the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And that really in this gospel passage perfectly encapsulates what I was hoping to communicate about the the possibilities for meditating on this. To meditate <clears throat> upon the general judgment mm-hmm. and heaven is is not some late Christian thing. It goes right to the heart of the gospel yeah. to to the, the crux, which is the cross, which is to say you know the two of them right and both of them are saying save yourself and us right the the it's not like the but he the way he says it the the bad thief right he's reviling jesus are you not the christ save yourself right. and us it's not that the the other one doesn't say that but he says something before that right he says jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom but he also says have you no fear of god you are subject to the same condemnation for the sentence we receive corresponds to our crimes but this man has done nothing criminal the contemplation of the judgment that the good criminal exhibits is his way of receiving heaven I have sinned he has true contrition he does not have contrition imperfectly yeah, you know, where the bad criminal is just there, and he just wants to get down, and he just pissed at everything. He's not open, In,
4: including Jesus,
0: including Jesus. Yeah,
4: because he if if he was really God, he would fix this for me.
0: Yeah, he would fix this for me right now. And How this, I want it
4: to be fixed.
0: Right, yeah. God doesn't understand this. Yeah, let me and, let me and let me my, tell him my <laughs> my will be done.
4: Yeah, hey, get me out of here.
0: And what the bad. What the good criminal says is, this is what I have deserved. Yeah. This is what I have deserved. And yet, you know, I, I ask you in your mercy, remember me when you come into your kingdom.
4: I, this, we don't meditate on this passage enough. I agree. This is a powerful passage. Because you think about this. Think about the, the, the good thief, dismiss. He goes to the cross, a great sinner he comes down a great saint right i mean i mean just think about that he went to the cross a condemned public criminal worthy of a capital offense everyone knew it and he comes down from the cross a saint i mean i mean just wrap wrap our minds around that transformation Mm -hmm. that takes place because he's willing to face reality that he is a sinner that he deserves what he's gotten And he says, have mercy on me. Remember me when you come to your kingdom. And he is absolutely transformed by God's mercy. And what this shows us, what this shows us is, you know, all of us are sinners. We've all done things that we regret. And and this shows us we're not defined by our worst moments. We're defined by how are we going to respond to this grace, this grace that God offers us? Are we going to repent? Are we going to seek mercy? Or are we going to cling to our sins like the bad thief and, and point the finger at everyone yeah. else, including God, and say, you're the problem?
0: And, and like the bad thief, we can, we can say in moments of frustration and adversity, save me, God. Yeah. This is awful. Right. But we don't understand what we're asking for. And the right. good thief, all you have to do, all you have to do is say, god i am sorry this this is it's it's so simple heaven is
4: the greatest bargain ever if you really think about it i mean he
0: every time we've come to confession right it's always so hard to get yourself there yeah it's it's so hard to get yourself there and when's the last time you went to confession and the priest was like get out you are so bad this is the worst thing i've ever heard Final straw. The final straw. Oh, man, the last schedule. one. No, every time. I mean what, <laughs> really what, what Jesus offers here is the same thing is is that you know he says I'm justly con- I'm justly condemned, you know, but and I'm not saying you have to save me. Right? That's not what he's saying.
4: No, like, he's yeah.
0: he's saying just remember me.
4: Remember me. And and you know, nobody throughout the entire Bible, nobody gets this kind of assurance of salvation. Moses doesn't. David doesn't. Abraham doesn't. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe all three of those men are in heaven. The church teaches that. This condemned thief gets the strongest guarantee of paradise of anyone in sacred scripture. Yeah, And while
0: we, in tradition, call him St. Dismas, I think it goes back to what you are saying just earlier, which is that on that day of the general judgment, we will see rise up all those unnamed anonymous right. saints. Right. And their name will be known. Right. And and it is in the book.
4: And and as justice demands, right, yeah. that we know their name like we know David, Moses, and Abraham, right? Yeah. Because these are great men and women of God that have remained hidden because of the of the wickedness of the world basically. Yeah. So,
0: well, I'm glad you you came back in here for the last half cuz you saved me here.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh
0: no i'm I'm just oh, kidding i was i had it i had it in the bag no and then i'm kidding again <laughs> all right so <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh next next tuesday we'll come back and we'll uh we'll do our final meditation on hell uh just is the traditional order of, of these meditations uh especially in preparation for um advent right in the beginning of advent which is really focused on on contemplating these things so um, again the reason why i wanted to, to focus on this at the end of the semester is not just because it's the judgment of finals but also the final judgment that the church is asking us to contemplate